welcome to the New Author Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Evanoff and Lindsay Evanoff. The super siblings will take you through their days as they write, publish, and market their books. They'll talk about their successes, their mistakes, and everything in between. And occasionally, they'll veer off into tangents that will most likely be discussion of which episode of The Office is their favorite. Seriously, they talk about The Office a lot. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be educated and entertained, but mostly entertained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new author podcast. Today is what? February 23rd? Oh, my God. There's only eight, five days left in February. I hate February. There's six uh, days is, left. Well, counting today. Today's almost over, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're recording this at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Um, so almost is not – it's almost 50% over. Um, this is episode <laughs> number 65. And Lindsay is still sick, and I'm in a yucky mood. So this is going to be a fun podcast today. Oh, get ready. Buckle up, people. Buckle up. Joining me, as always, is my sister, Lindsay. How are you today, Lindsay, other than sick? Well, you know, I'm starting to feel human again. So just like today is almost 50% over, I'm almost 50% better. How's that? Oh, okay. So you're February. (laughs) I'm February right now. No, wait. No, you're Sunday because we're way past 50% of February. You're just today. Yeah, so I'm just good. today. I kind of You're feel today. like January. Like, oh. Did you see those memes on Facebook that said um, January was the longest year or something like that? No. 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 Yeah, that's right. You're no. like anti-meme. I love memes. I, am. I, I block. Anytime anybody shares anything from some website that's like um, like funniest dad, I just immediately block them. Not the person, but the funniest dad thing. Oh, I read I, it. I'm, I'm such a cynic that I never find it as funny. So. <laughs> I'm always just like, oh my god, that's so stupid. I'm probably laughing while I'm saying it and hitting the blo- the block button. Yeah, because I'm kind of a hypocrite too. But you know, <laughs> oh, it's good to know yourself. <laughs> well, I'm honest about who I am. So, um, okay, so let's head right into the old stats, and that right there is a professional segue. Um, I am up. Let's see, 941 words from last week to 46,909. It's not a huge jump. I am. Um, I'm working through. I think yesterday I got through chapter 15. Um, I, I deleted a bunch of words. I, so I had this story and it's, it's, I wrote it two years ago during, actually I wrote it in 2017. Um, so two and a half years ago. And, um, it's, it's one character's point of view. I've said this before. It's one character's point of view and the story was boring and I didn't really like it as I was going through editing at the end, at the end of last year. So I added a bunch of stuff to it. Well, I added two characters to it and gave them a story arc. And then last week I had my big epiphany on how I want the whole thing to work. But that doesn't mean that it's done yet. So I'm still going through and deleting parts of the original story that I think are boring. So, you know, I'm probably going to get to, hopefully I get to like 75,000 words as I add stuff, but I'm not sure if I'm going to get that far or not. So, You mean by the end of the book? Yeah, hopefully by the end of the book. Because my first book's like 117,000 and I would love to get this story up to that, that far, mm-hmm. but I just don't think I'm going to get there. Um so if I can add those two POV characters and get this thing up to like 75,000, I think I'd feel comfortable selling it for 399, which is probably what I'm going to do. So hmm. um, in terms of my mailer light, I'm up one sub from last week up to 263, which is strange because I gained two in the same day a couple of days ago. So I must have lost one at some point along the way, but um, I'm happy to be at 263. The prolific works is still happening and I'm still thinking about doing another one, another giveaway a group promo between now and the end of March when the prolific works ones end. I'm also interested in maybe doing one of the newsletter swaps that they, they advertise on the, like the story origin or the book funnel or whatever. Maybe I can join one of those and uh, get the subs up. So yeah, that's where I'm at. How about you? Um, I, my draft three is up to 79,665 words, which kind of blows my mind. Um, it's a gain of 1,611 words, which also blows my mind because I feel like I barely did anything writing-wise this week. Um, I still need to finish out Chapter 17 uh, since my my SKE, my Stephen King epiphany, um, nice. and then get back to Chapter 23 because 23 to 30 still need my own edits before I send them off to mom for her edits. Um, so she's a chapter i believe she finished chapter 14 um and i put all of those revisions into my chapter three which is probably why the word count went up um she wasn't able to get any chapters done this week she has a a huge um book club thing this week uh it it was a book that i I think she said on 
Audible. It was a 35 hour read. Wow. Yeah. So she, she spent That's the week basically lot. working on Yeah. It's on, um, uh, one of the presidents, uh, I can't remember anyway, Adams maybe, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so she worked on that a week. Um, but hopefully this week she'll get back at it. Um, I'm, I'm behind. So whatever, it's fine. Um, I have 111 active subscribers and zero unconfirmed. So I gained 24 active subscribers. Um, all of my um, unconfirmed subscribers, except for five of them, um, confirmed before my newsletter went on on Friday. And I just deleted the other five. Three of them were from the Netherlands. And I don't know who the other two were. Um, but I'm still going to push for 200 before publication. And I'm hoping that my reader magnet... We'll bring that in. Um, and then do you remember I asked some of my friends to share my Facebook post last week? Yep. You had a lot. Yeah. So um, with those, it was, I think, like eight or nine people. There's a potential of 18,367 people who can view my website and or Facebook post, whatever it was that they shared. And these are people that I wouldn't have been able to get a hold of any other way. Um, I gained 24 active subscribers, so I feel like it helped, you know, even if only slightly um, in, in that way. But um, I think that my book cover went out there to, you know, for other eyes to see, at least get it in their brain. So um I think it's good. I'm pretty happy with the results. There were two people that I was hoping would share and didn't, um, but that's okay. I, I think 18,000 is a great number. Um, and those are my stats. Um, last week. So, so okay. do, you, do you have it in here anywhere? I'm looking at the outline now and I just want to ask, do you have it in here anywhere to call out Amelia Hay? No, I don't, but we need to do that. We, yeah. We should call out um, Amelia Hay, um, writer A.D. Hay on Facebook, who I'm sorry, on Twitter, who has the uh, Authorpreneur podcast, who gave you a nice shout out um, yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. On her uh, on her podcast, she actually said that she learned something from me, which, you know, kind of made me feel good because I'm, I'm so new, you know, um, and to say something that's going to help somebody else. I'm pretty happy about that. But yeah, she she. Um, oh, what was it? She. Oh, when she was doing a Facebook ad she hadn't thought of or, or was a little nervous to invite people to like her page. Um, you know, when they commented or liked on her, on her ad and, um, and she started doing that and got some, some, you know, new, new followers from that. So, yay. Yeah. That's something, that's something I'm still afraid to do. Um, I don't know that I'll do that at all in the future. I know it's worked for you, but I, I what, don't know if I can. What is it that you're afraid of? I don't understand the fear of that. You don't know these people. They're either going to like you or they don't, and it doesn't matter. Oh, I'm talking about asking people to share my posts. Oh, oh. I only ask like people that I know well, um, people that I talk to, people that I'm comfortable with, um, people that I know would read the genre in which I'm writing. So, Yeah, at one point last week, I don't remember what day it was, but I was looking at I was going through the list of my Facebook friends and I was looking at the ones who had, you know, lots and lots of friends, like more than five or 600. I think you have that many, don't you? You have a ton. Uh, no, I have sure. 400 and something. I have like 180. And, um, and I, I thought, well, there's some people there that have more than a thousand, but it's like, I don't really know them well enough to say, Hey, share my post, especially since it's like, I'm going to talk to them for the first time in who knows how long I have friends that I was, um, I have people on my Facebook that I was friends with back in my first job when I worked at a restaurant that have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. And this was back in the mid nineties. And it's like, am I really just going to reach out and say, Hey, Kara, can you share my posts? And I haven't talked to you in, I don't know, since 1997. And I, I don't want to do that. And then my yeah. other friends, the ones that I talked to the most that I would be the most comfortable. I mean, for the most part, you and the mom and my friend, Sean, for the most part, share my posts anyway, not every time, yeah. but the ones, that, the ones that are important, the ones that had the book cover, my book is available are, are pretty much shared anyway. So I don't, I just don't have the amount of friends that, that you have in terms of would I be willing to ask people? I just kind of do it and then hope they do it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I put out there, um, also a thank you, like, Hey, thank you to all the people that shared my post. I was able to get, you know, I think at the time it was 16,000 potential views and I think that spurred a few other people because after that, 
I had a couple of other people that I didn't ask to share it. Um, and they didn't, and then they don't have the amount of, uh, of friends, but, um, that's fine by me. I mean, 200, 300 extra people, whatever. Um, and so that was pretty cool too. So. I wonder what the ra- if there's a ratio there where you can be like, okay, one in every 1,500 people that saw it actually liked my post or liked my page or whatever. I wonder if there's some kind of a, st- a stat there that would say, it, not necessarily that it's worth doing, because I would say if you get one out of even like 100,000, it's worth, and you yeah. didn't pay for anything, it's worth doing it. So. Yeah. And especially since I don't even have a book out yet. I mean, like I shared the fourth draft of the prologue with a few people because um, <clears throat> they were kind of more like, well... I don't know what your writing is like. You don't have anything out. So can I read something that you've written? And I think a lot of people would feel more comfortable, um, you know, sharing or advertising for me if, if they knew the quality of the writing. Um, and so a few people did read the fourth draft of the, of the prologue. And I got really great feedback from it. Um, but I think that was helpful for a lot of people too. And like I said, the people that I asked to share it, they would, they read in the romance genre. Um, and I think that makes a difference too. So like if you called up your friend from Ruby Tuesday and, and they don't read, you know, time travel dystopian, then they would be like, why, what's the point? You know what I mean? Right. They have to have some sort of vested interest in it as well. And I think, that's yeah, I think it would helps. be tough. I'd have to be really good friends with the person to actually share something for them without actually knowing what I'm sharing. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I have some friends like that. Um, you know, a couple of my friends, I, while I'm writing, I will, um, you know, text them and be like, Hey, does this make sense? Does it sound right? Can you picture this? You know, and it, it might just be like a paragraph two or three, but I'm getting some sort of feedback from them. So they know the quality of my writing too. So that helps. Um, yeah, that definitely helps. But anyway, so that's my, that's my, those are my stats. Um, I, for, for feeling like I didn't do a whole lot of writing, I feel like my stats are pretty good this week. Um, so last week I only taught one class on Monday at 4am. This coronavirus is still affecting my work a little bit. Kids aren't back in school yet. So parents are kind of canceling their, um, English lessons for the kids, which I don't particularly agree with because I think, you know, you let go of the English kids are going to lose it, but whatever. Um, so I had one class at 4am on Monday and I just went back to bed Sunday after the podcast, Keaton tweaked his neck. He said he fell off the bed, but the back of his neck was swollen and he, he had to look at his feet the rest of the night. Like he couldn't lift his head up. So Monday morning I took him to the chiropractor and got him all fixed up and he's good now. Um, he was off school for president's day. I tried to work on chapter 17, but it just wasn't going well. I I got a little bit done, but I, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I was still sick and my mind was still foggy. So I just put it away and rested. Um, Tuesday, again, I taught one class at 4 a.m. and went back to bed. Kean was off school again. It was a teacher work day. He had a doctor's appointment that morning for his uh, pneumonia follow-up, which he's totally fine. Um, I didn't get any writing done. Again, still sick, feeling yucky. Wednesday, I had two classes. I tried working on Chapter 17. I got a little bit more progress, but just kind of that foggy mind, you know, from having a head cold. Um, Thursday, I taught one class and I composed my newsletter announcing the pre-order date. I did a lot of social media stuff, trying to get people to subscribe. And the biggest thing is getting them to confirm their subscriptions. Like you take the time to subscribe. Can you just like take a minute and search your email to actually confirm? Um, You know, and I realize like my newsletter is a bigger deal for me than it is for anybody else on this planet. So I, I get it, but it's still very frustrating. It's like, come on, people confirm, confirm. Um, and, and then, you know, it gets to a point where I put out so many emails like that, that I'm sure people just scroll through them. So I was trying to mix it up. Um, I had a conversation with Oreo. I don't know if any of you saw on, I posted on Twitter and Facebook. Okay. Here's the thing. I was sick. I usually don't eat Oreos because, you know, I try to be healthy, blah, blah, blah. I was craving Oreos. So I went and I got some Oreos. Actually, I didn't go and get them. I ordered them from Instacart and they were delivered to my door. I opened up the Oreos and we always get the double stuff because they're the best. And they weren't, they were just like single stuff. I have a quick question. Did you order anything other than Oreos or did you literally just order Oreos and they were brought to you? Well, that, that answer is sort of twofold. So in order to get Instacart delivery, you have to order $35 worth of stuff or they won't, or they'll charge you for delivery. Like I could have just ordered Oreos, but then I would have paid like $5.99 for delivery. Please tell me you ordered like, I don't know, 13 or 14 boxes of Oreos. 
No, oh, no, 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 no. I ordered one package of double stuff Oreos and then I thought, you know, I should probably order some fruit so that the person doesn't think that like I'm a lunatic. So I ordered a whole bunch of fruit with my Oreos. It's like, um, it's like my friend Bill used to go through the drive through at, um, Burger King and mm-hmm. get like two double Whopper value meals and two diet Cokes. And it always made me laugh. Why did he do that? Because, but yeah, I mean, you gotta, you're not, you're not c- c- uh, totally killing yourself with calories. You're getting diet Cokes. You're getting diet so. Cokes. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, I opened up the Oreos and I posted, uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. Do you remember when this, and I put a picture of the Oreos was regular Oreos and double stuff were actually doubly stuffed. And then I put disappointed and I tagged Oreo, um, which maybe was a little, you know, snide, but I was angry because I just wanted double stuff Oreo. So anyway, Oreo rolled back and said, Hey, we would be disappointed too. send us your, your, um, expiration, UPC, blah, blah, blah. So I sent all that over and then they wrote back and they're like, okay, we're going to send this to the correct department. What is your address, including, you know, apartment number or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay. Then, then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, free Oreos for life. So I was getting all excited because I was hoping I was going to get free Oreos for life. And uh, which wouldn't really amount to anything because I don't eat that many Oreos anymore. Um, but then they wrote back and they said a refund coupon is on the way. So I'm getting oh, nice. a refund for that package of Oreos. That's, that's a, I'm going to say right now, that is a great, great customer service story. Yeah. That I'm going to tell the I'm going to tell the opposite of that later on. So be ready for the reason that I'm in a yucky mood today when I tell oh, my customers. Okay. Later, so. Okay. Got it. Um, so anyway, I broke up my please subscribe and confirm posts with an Oreo story. Hopefully that gained some attention and people weren't just scrolling past. Um, let's see here. Oh, then Friday I taught two classes in the morning. Um, I worked on more social media stuff. The newsletter went out. I just basically sat around on my couch, blowing my nose and monitoring stats. Um, I didn't do any writing. I I just couldn't get my head on straight. Um, yesterday I was finally feeling slightly human. I did some laundry. I did some cleaning. I monitored stats. Uh, we had Kean's blue and gold, uh, dinner last night for Boy Scouts. Um, I took a a cold pill and and went to bed and slept all night, which was wonderful. And today we have the podcast. I'm going to work on my London diamond painting so that I can start on my book cover diamond painting, which I should be able to finish a London diamond painting this week. And I'm pretty excited about that. So I can get started on the, the uh, book cover one next week. And that was my week. Not super exciting. Yeah, mine wasn't, mine was pretty standard. Um, Monday I did my normal two hour lunch. I started, so I hadn't, I did not finish, uh, chapters 11 and 12 last Sunday, like I had hoped. Um, so I began working on those on Monday, got through 11 and 12. I skipped 13 cause I don't know what it's going to be yet. Uh, 14 and 15. I finished up yesterday. Um, pretty happy with that Tuesday. I took a 90 minute lunch. Like normal. We had been playing games on either Tuesday or Wednesday the last few weeks, but we did not play this week. I didn't ask. I really didn't want to. I wanted to write. So I just, I left at 1130 like normal. Um, Wednesday I had my 90 minute lunch and then I bowled. And do you remember, um, this might be a hair before your time. Cause it's a hair before my time. Uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. Heck yeah. The TV show. Right. So, so I don't, I don't know if you know this, but in that, in that show, Les Nessman in every episode had a bandaid somewhere on his body. There was always a visible bandaid, <laughs> yeah. which I always thought was like this great little thing that they did. And I'm kind of turning into Les Nesson because last week I talked about banging my elbow. Well, this week, Wednesday night, I'm bowling and I threw the first game. It wasn't a very good game. I think it was a 165. And I started to hold the ball a little tighter and throw the ball a little faster. And I, I went in the second game and about the third or fourth frame, my hand started to ache like you wouldn't believe the entire top of my hand, like the whole bone on the other side of the palm on the top, just it, it still hurts right now. Like it really hurts. I threw a 255 that game though. So like, I didn't want to change anything. Like I threw, I think I threw a spare and then like six or seven strikes in a wow. row and then an open frame. And then I think the last four strikes. So I was bowling really well, so I didn't want to change anything. Well, when the third game started, I had to change something because it hurt so bad. And I ended up throwing like a 181. Um, I think I got like a 591 series, which is pretty good for me the last few weeks. I've been struggling. But I walked out of that. On Thursday morning, I woke up. My hand hurt so bad, and it still does now. Thursday, we did yoga, and I told Kathy beforehand, I said, I can't do anything 
that is uh, tabletop, which is basically your hands and knees. Mm-hmm. And then there's stuff you do out of tabletop, um, cat cows and things like that. And I could not do those. So she said, no problem. So every time we would be like um, on our backs, she usually to get us to our stomach, she would get us on our hands and knees first. And then we would go down to our stomach. Mm-hmm. Well, this time she would be like, okay, we're, we're going to do this and we're going to go right to our stomach. And she never does that, but she did that for me, which was nice. Um, there were only four in the class, but yeah. So and it still hurts. I don't know why it hurts. And it's weird because I've bowled for uh, so many years now. And this is the first time that my hand ever started hurting. So I can't wait to see what ache and pain that I come up with next week. So we're going to need um, a new soundbite then. You know, Jerry's injuries. I like that. Jerry's injury of the week. Yeah, because you are getting old. And you know, within the next couple of years, it's going to be like my hip hurts and I fell down. And we're going to have to get you one of those bracelets. I've fallen and I can't get up and... I don't want to, I don't want to have one of those. That's embarrassing. I'd rather just, just let me go. If I fall, just let me go. I don't want to have to push a button around my neck. Um, so Thursday, I didn't do any writing at all because of the, the yoga, uh, at lunch Friday. What did I do Friday? I know I took a 90 minute lunch Friday. I, Oh, I oh, finished up. Um, yeah, I finished up working on chapters 12 and 13. No, uh, 13 and 14, 14 and 15. And then um, yesterday I went and finished up 15 and started looking at what I'm going to do with chapter 13. Um, you know, the, the way this, this book is going, you know, I, I remember I had the big epiphany last week on how I wanted to do what I wanted to do with the plot of my other two characters. But unfortunately that doesn't mean that it's plotted out. That just means I have a really good idea. So the one thing I want to do is I want to take the 40,000 or so words that I've already written of that, that, original story that character one's point of view and i want to wrap these other two characters around her so that as she's going through her her storyline the other ones are going through it um bouncing off of her interacting with her or they're doing their own thing but they all have to intertwine that's the way that i like to read stories i like these things to intertwine it always reminds me it always takes me back to that tom clancy book i read i think it was net force where there was this scene in a chapter where the good guy is walking down the street and he and they're describing the people that he's passing. And in the next chapter, you get a point of view of the bad guy who's walking down the same street and he passes the good guy. So when 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 the good guy passes the bad guy, the good guy doesn't know it's the bad guy. He's just describing the people that he's passing. But when the bad guy passes it, he knows who it is. And and, and then the reader realizes, oh shoot, they just passed mm-hmm. each other. I really, really like that. It, it takes me back to Lost. There's an episode of Lost where I believe it's a Jin and Sun story where they're in the foreground of the camera and in the background on a little tiny TV, you see Hurley a new story about Hurley winning the lottery. They don't even point it out. They don't point it out in the episode. It's just there. And I love that stuff. Um, one of my favorite episodes of community is where the whole episode is about something. I don't even remember what it is, but if you watch in the background, there's this whole scene of Abed, um, um, meeting i don't know if he's meeting a woman or he he meets a woman or something like that she's pregnant later on he's dealing with her and i think her fiance her boyfriend or husband whatever and then later on he's delivering the baby and then later on he's holding a baby and at no point during the episode do the main characters in the main story ever reference him it's just happening in the background Mm -hmm. and i love that kind of stuff so that's what i'm trying to do with this story is i'm trying to make sure that as i intertwine these two characters things cross over and you may see something that happens in chapter 21 and you're not quite sure what it is, but then in chapter two, it's explained because you're reading it from the other character's point of view. Mm -hmm. And so I have the story and I know how my new two new characters, I know how it's going to begin. I know how they end. I know different plot points, but I haven't actually sat down and plotted out every single chapter yet. So today I think after lunch or after we're done with this podcast and after lunch, I'm going to go ahead and plot out maybe the next five or six chapters um, based on the story that I've already written for character one and, and what the storyline that I know is going to be for two and three. And I'm going to, it's kind of, kind of a, I'm not a pantser, but it's kind of a plotting while I go type thing, which is kind of like a pantser. Um, so that, um, that's where this story is. And that's why I'm still struggling with it. I'm not struggling in the way that I don't know what to do. I'm just struggling because it's not an easy sit down mm-hmm. and write the next thing like book one. Book one was easy because I plotted it out for a month ahead of time. And I did different revisions of the plot. And by the time I was ready to start writing, I think I had an 18 page outline that outlined every chapter. So this is a little bit different for me. Um, so let me give you a couple of updates here. Prolific works. Um, that's still going. I'm up three subs to my, um, to my, my prolific works subscription list and I'm up four claims. So I had four claims. I had three new subs. I should have four. We all know that. I say that every week. Um, 
I haven't, you know what I didn't do is I didn't export and import into my MailLite. So I may actually have one or two more subscri subscribers than I think. I'll have to do that when I'm done. I, I usually do that in the morning before this outline and I forgot to do that this morning because I, I just, I slept, I got home late and got up early and I'm just tired. You're so, so um, I really am. It's this whole extroversion thing. Last night I went to, um, I went to see the uh, a play called Clue mm -hmm. at, at the Cleveland Playhouse and it's, there were 11 of us and a bunch of work friends and it, it's based, I didn't realize, I didn't know if it was based on the movie or based on the, the board game, but really the movie is based on the board game and it's not an exact shot for shot of the movie. Um, but it's a lot of the lines are the same. A lot of the, the way they do things are the same. The storyline's exactly the same, but they added a lot of new stuff. They changed, you know, clue. The movie has three endings. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's what happened, but here's what could have happened. And here's what really happened. Well, this one, they did the same thing where they had multiple endings, but they did it in a completely different way. And it was really funny. And they made the characters really funny. It was really good. It was short. It was like an hour and 20 minutes. There were no intermissions. But if this play is anywhere near where you're at, I so suggest you go see it. It was really good. And if you like the movie Clue as much as I do, you would really, really like yeah, it. Yeah, it's a so. great movie. But yeah, I didn't get home till like 1 a.m. And I got up at 7 like normal on a Sunday. And I'm sleepy. I might take a nap later, there too. This is getting old things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in terms of my customer service story, I'm going to give you two examples. I'm going to give you a good example followed by a bad example. And they're, and they're both writing related. Don't worry. So <clears throat> I want to sell paperbacks on my website. I want to put a page up or I want to put a link on my book for paperbacks because I have sold so many paperbacks to people I know in and out of the area. I've shipped them to friends and, and they're autographed and I can sell them for 10 bucks. I can buy them for six fifty, sell them for $10 and make more money selling them cheaper on my site than if somebody goes over and buys it on Amazon. Is so, that allowed when you're KU? Yeah, KU is only for the ebook, so it's only for the electronic oh. book. You can do whatever you want with the paperbacks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, I emailed Caro um, Friday night. I don't know what time it was. Maybe seven, eight o'clock. Maybe nine o'clock. I don't even know what time it was. And I just said, "Hey, she had remember she had sent us a video after we had our websites were finished, yeah. like a 20, 30 minute video." And I had lost that video. I don't know where it is. It's somewhere on my computer. I don't know where it is. And I just wrote to her and said, hey, do you still have that video you sent me? I'm pretty sure that um, that in there you talked about how to set up a page so that you could um, sell autographed copies on your website. And then I asked her, I'm like, by the way, do you have any thoughts on it? Do you have any thoughts on how to set up the website or something like that? I mean, it wasn't an hour or two later. She emailed me back this giant email. Here's your video. Here are the three options I can come up with. Here's a warning. Here's how you create buttons. Here's a bunch of links. I mean, I didn't expect all. I just said, I just expected her to go, here's the video. And yeah, here's a couple things you might want to do. She basically told me how to do it in three, not just one way, three different ways yeah. on the website. Just fantastic. Yeah, this awesome. is like the best customer service. Yeah. So so that I'm very excited about that. That's something that I want to get going over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I, I, you know, we know how I feel about um, doing my website stuff. I, I hate it. It's so tedious and time consuming. And most of the time, I just want to watch flat Earth videos on YouTube. And uh, it, not because I'm pro flat Earth, because I think it's ridiculous and I like to make fun of it. Um, so, so, um, so. I'm going to do this at some point, maybe today. I doubt it. I'm going to go right later on today. So um, we'll see. I, but I do want to get it so that I'm selling paperbacks on my website. I think it's interesting. You can do it through PayPal. You can go to PayPal and create a button and then br bring that button to your website. Now from there, I'm not sure because when somebody clicks the button and pays, it, it'll have to alert you that you just got a new order. You have to, The thing that worries me the most is shipping. What if somebody from you know the middle of nowhere I don't know, Asia orders it and I have to ship it and it's like $23 to ship. Um, I'm now, I paid, they paid $10 for it. I paid six fifty, and now I'm paying like $30 to ship it. You know what I mean? So I don't know how that's all going to work yet. I, I'm not sure yet, Yeah, I but don't know. I need to look into this. Yeah. I need to look into this a little more and, but I want to do it. I want to, there's two things I want to do. That's one of them. I shouldn't have said there's two things I want to do because I can't remember what the second one is. <laughs> um, there's a second thing I want to do with my website. And I don't remember what it is right now. So oh, maybe anyway, change um, your, um, about me. Oh, I haven't changed that yet. No. Have I? I mean, I'm glad it you're still, still only a human says, being. That's, that's very comforting, but yeah. I really think that you should add more. Give the people more. You're, you're actually right. I didn't even think of that. I completely <laughs> forgot about that page. 
I'm going to go there now and just see. It's, does it still say? Does it still just say human being? Last time I checked it. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay, I have to change that. I'll put that on the list of things to do. So, yeah. all right. So let's talk about my book cover and my bad customer service. I had been trying to decide whether I want to name this company, and I'm not going to yet. Um, I really want to, but I don't like when people do that. I don't like when people start just naming names and because I'm sure this person has a business and they're trying to run their business, why they're not responding to me. I have no idea. Um, I would love to come up with some kind of excuse, but there really is no excuse. Um, at my work, I'm a web program, web developer, computer programmer. I do it. I do tech support and I try to follow up every email, every phone call. If somebody is in my building, I walk over to their desk and talk to them. Even if it's something that I'm not going to be able to do for a couple of weeks, at least I tell them, Hey, this is where that's at. Cause I don't like that unknown. Mm-hmm. I don't like not knowing where I stand. So that is something that I am big on when it comes to my own job is customer service. So I put in after 20 books, Vegas in November last year, I went in and I, they had a table where there were business cards set up and I grabbed a couple of business cards, including one for a book cover that I was going to look into. So Um, I worked with my old cover artist. She could not do my second book cover, but she agreed to send over some of the stuff that she used to whoever I use next because um, she felt bad that she couldn't do it. And she thought, well, Hey, if if I can help keep your branding the same, I'll send this stuff over, you know, and then they, when they do your second one, they can kind of brand it the same way. So great. That is, she did not have to do that. She went the extra mile. I worked with this person for this new book cover in November to make sure that she got what she needed. Everything was great. I got an email from her. I don't know. It's sometime mid November that said, okay, I got everything. Cool. Go sign up for the form on the website. And I said, okay. So I went to the website and their website's really slick. It's got like this whole contract you sign and you, you do a, a down payment of a hundred dollars and then you don't have to pay the rest until the cover is done. And there's always like this whole progress thing. You can see all the emails you sent. It's a really nice website that they put together. So I went in and put a down payment down of a hundred dollars or whatever it's called of a hundred dollars. And I, I reserved a spot and the spot that I reserved, and, and I, I gotta be honest with you, I'm not 100% sure about this. I'm about 95% sure about this. I reserved a spot for January because I wanted a book cover to get up on my website. I was very excited about the website that Caro had done and I wanted to get book two up there. And I also thought about, well, I want to do a pre-order and I need a cover for a pre-order. Mm-hmm. So all of that happened. Now that was, I believe the last email I, re- I received from them was November 18th. And I didn't really do much with them in December because I thought, well, January is the time when I'm going to get it done. And um, so uh, I'm not going to bother them right now. I'll worry about it in January. So I think on January 2nd or January 3rd, and I'm logging into my, I'm logging into my account on their website right now to figure out what the exact date was. Cause I want to make sure that I, I get this right. So um, let's see. I believe the email was January 2nd where I said something like, Hey, um, I was just curious if there's any kind of a, a time frame, or can you guys give me a better idea of, of when we'll be able to do the cover? And I didn't hear anything back. So I'm looking here, emails. So that would have been January 4th. I wrote back and said, I just wanted to make sure I did everything right with the contract and payment. If you knew when we'd be able to start. Also, my cover artist sent me an email saying she sent everything over to you and I wanted to make sure you got it. Thanks. And I'm looking and the last email I'd received from them was November 18th. So this was now January 4th. Nothing. Hmm. No response. So on February 16th, which was last Sunday before we did the podcast, I sent an email. Hey, I was just wondering if we're anywhere close to being able to work on my cover. I've sent emails, including one through the contact me form on their website. I think I did that like two weeks ago. I've heard nothing back. So still nothing. So on Friday, I went to the actual person on Facebook who is the, I don't know if she is the owner of this company. I have no idea. All I know is she was my contact and I'm pretty sure she's the owner of this company. And I wrote her a, a, a Facebook message. It was actually a, it wasn't a, a mad message. It was this, it was, um, it was long. It was, I was hoping you can, you can help me back in November. I think we exchanged emails about my cover, blah, blah, blah. I put through a hundred dollar deposit for a January cover. I'm pretty sure I've sent emails and messages. I'm getting no response. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm not sure if I have the right person. Did I do something wrong in the signup process? Like I was trying to say, Hey, listen, if I did something wrong, please let me know what I did wrong so we can correct this. I said, here's my email. I'm like, can you please help me? This was Friday at 7, 12 PM. And I never received any kind of a message back from her. 
Um, it doesn't even look like she viewed the the post, mm. the, the the Facebook message. Now we are not friends on Facebook, but you can still message people. And I believe she gets an alert where she has to go in and accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, did she not accept it? I have no idea. I, I, I again, I want to think well of people all the time. I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt because I know people are busy. But we're two months in now. We're more than two yeah. months in. So this morning, I sent an email to them again that said. I have heard nothing from you guys in two months. I have sent emails, messages, and Facebook messages. Please refund my $100. I will find someone else. And then after I sent that, I thought, wait a minute, maybe they have an actual Facebook page for the company. Mm -hmm. So then I went to the Facebook page for the company. I found it and I sent them a message. And I wrote, hello, I've been messaging, emailing for two months. I put a $100 deposit down in November and I've heard nothing. I would like my money back so I can find someone else. Now, according to their, their Facebook messenger, they respond within an hour. Or normally responds within an hour. So I sent this at 9.31. That was an hour and 12 minutes. I've heard nothing. I don't actually expect to hear anything. I don't expect to get my $100 back. I don't know what happened. This person posted in the 20 Books Facebook group a couple days ago, so I know they're alive. Um, and I don't know what to do next. I'm not going to go bothering people inside the 20 Books Facebook group. That's not what that group is for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty much going to start contacting new cover artists and just see if these people respond to any of my messages that I've sent the last week or so. And if they don't, I'm just going to forget about it and just, I don't care. I don't care about the hundred dollars. I don't want to, I don't have the kind of time to put into trying to recover a hundred dollars. I'd rather use that time somewhere else, like more positive. Like I'd rather go, I, I can spend an hour researching them, putting stuff into better business bureau, whatever I want to do, or I can go write a thousand words and I'd rather write the thousand. Yeah, words, so. definitely. Um, so that's where I am with a book cover right now. Uh, I'm really annoyed about this person. Um, if anybody ever were to ask me, do you have any recommendations of book cover? I will say, do not use these people. I'm not going to go posting about it on social media. I probably won't say their name on this page. If you email me and want to know who it is, I'd probably tell you, but I'm not going to go out there blasting them because I just don't like that. I don't like the idea of that. Um, even though I'm really, really annoyed. I don't know. What would you do? I would probably do the same thing you're doing. Um, you know, try your best to contact them and get, you know, get your money back, but then just kind of move on in the grand scheme, uh, scheme of things. A hundred bucks isn't a huge deal. So just move on. And I've had, I've had so much weird customer service problems the last three months. Well, before I went to uh, 20 books, Vegas, I wanted to buy a t-shirt that was, I'm a writer type of t-shirt so I could wear it one day, but I didn't want it to be like, the normal ones that you see, I wanted it to be something different. And I found on a website, a hero's journey t-shirt that I love it's red. And it's got like the whole hero's journey circular graph with all the parts of it written in there. It looks like a clock with all the different parts. Of it. And I really like this shirt. So I ordered one, I ordered an extra large and I wanted it before 20 books, Vegas. And it came a couple days before 20 books, Vegas. When I opened the box, I ordered an extra large. There were two of them in there. They were double X. They were exactly the same shirt, two red ones. And they both had these pink splotches all over. Oh my goodness. I don't know why. So I wrote them an email and said, Hey, I, I got these shirts. They're the wrong size and they have pink splotches all over them. Can you guys send me another one and I'll send these back? I don't need to be refunded. I'm just looking for a shirt. Yeah. Never heard of Never heard back from them at oh, all. Um, uh, what is the, I had two more examples, FTD. Oh, <laughs> so I sent, I sent flowers to someone a couple weeks ago on a Tuesday. I, it was the Tuesday before Valentine's day. I scheduled them to be sent on Valentine's day. And then unfortunately we broke up the next day. It was very strange. We broke up. That was this Tuesday. We broke up on Wednesday. So I got online and I, I sent an email. I, I sent an email to them. Actually, I went into their live chat and said, Hey, I sent these. We just broke up. Is there any way you guys can refund me and cancel delivery? That would be kind of awkward. Um, somebody came back eventually and said, yep, we canceled it. You'll have your refund. Everything's cool. And I went, okay. Well, Friday she sent me a text. She's like the nicest person in the world. I hold no animosity. It was fine. She's like the sweetest person in the world and it just didn't work out and that happened. So it's no big deal. Um, and, but she got the flowers, like they sent them. And then I checked my credit card statement and they built now. Then they sent me. Then they sent me a funny email that said, "Please rate us." So I gave them a very low rating and, and and put a very nice comment in the box that said, "Hey, you delivered these, even though she broke up with me. Thanks for that." And they actually got back to me and they refunded my money, which made me very happy. Oh, good. Um, I had a fourth one. Oh shoot, I had a fourth one, and I don't remember off the top of my head what it was. Where the same thing. Um, I 
I contacted somebody about something and they never wrote back and I don't know why they didn't write. I don't understand what's going on with customer service. It's driving me crazy right now that these people are so terrible at it. So <laughs> anyway, that's really all my news. I don't have a whole lot going on. I'm just trying to get through book two. I have so many ideas for when books two and three come out of what I want to do that this podcast will have lots and lots of news. Mm. But right now I'm just this is back when I was working on book one, you know, a year ago, and I was just trying to get it edited and put through. And I started making my journeys back and forth to Nebraska, and I just didn't have much in the way of news. So hopefully, you can do a little bit better than me. What do you got? I don't have a whole lot either, unfortunately. Um, so my friend Maureen, she's a neighbor, a good friend of mine. Um, her son played basketball with Kean, and they're in Boy Scouts together, and they ride the bus together. Anyway, she has a friend um, who is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author. Um, and her name is Kat Miller. She does kind of like a vampire romance kind of thing. Um, but anyway, Maureen connected us on Facebook. And so I got to chat with her a little bit Friday evening, Saturday morning. Um, she read the fourth draft of my prologue and really enjoyed it. Her exact comment was, very good. You made me tear up. And that was very good with an exclamation mark. So I was pretty happy about that. Oh, that's that's really nice. Yeah. Um, she suggested that I change the, the first sentence, which I'm working on now, um, completely makes sense. I love the feedback that she gave me and she didn't mention adding a tagline to my blurb. So I did that yesterday as well. I racked my brain for about 14 solid hours. Um, I did come up with a blurb. I texted it to you last night, but you were way too busy for your sister and you ignored me. Um, so I still don't know your thoughts on that. Um, but I did send it to a few other people, got some great feedback, um, but yeah, she, she was, she was really nice. I really enjoyed talking to her. Um, you know, someone who has a lot more experience than me and, you know, has kind of semi made it, you know, in, in the writing world. So that was pretty cool. So I have a, I have a question and a comment. The comment is from now on, you probably should just get a hold of my people and then they'll, they'll get a hold of me. So who are your if people? you need me, I, I don't have any people. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so do you know if this is someone that you could get a hold of down the road? Yeah, I really feel like I can. She actually sent me a Facebook friend request from her personal page to mine, which was kind of nice. Um, you know, it's, it's, she's not somebody that I'm going to like call up and ask for advice all the time. I think that that would get annoying, but, um, she did say that when I have a link for my pre-order to send it over to her and she'll put it out to her readers. So I thought that was pretty awesome too. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really good. Um, does your friend Maureen have any sci-fi? Friends? I did ask her that, curious. and she doesn't. Um, I think that Kat Miller is her only other author friend. Um, and then hopefully, you know, someday Maureen will contact me and be like, hey, I, I met this person who's just starting out writing, and can I, uh, you know, connect you guys? And I'll be like, sure, I'm a New York Times bestselling author, whatever. And then I can I can <laughs> be Kat Miller. <laughs> nice. So yeah, that's, that's, that's really that's my good. Um, this week, I, this week is a, a lot like I wanted last week to be. So Monday of two classes, I do have a meeting with the accountant on Monday morning to get our taxes done. I need to get a workout in because I took two weeks off while I was sick and I'm feeling it. Um, Tuesday I teach one class. I, I still need to finish chapter 17 of draft two. Uh, Wednesday I teach four classes. I'm going to work on the edits, self-edits of chapter 23 because fingers crossed I will have 17 done and I can start working at you know, 23 to 30 and get those over to mom. Thursday, I teach two classes. I would like to finish chapters 23 and 24 and get those over to mom. We'll see how that goes. Friday, I teach one class. Um, I'll finish chapter four if I need to work on revisions from the chapters that mom sends me. I do need to scrub my bathrooms and vacuum upstairs because Adrian, my best friend since like fourth grade is arriving that evening, uh, probably around like eight 30. Um, so I want to make sure my house is nice and clean because I've been sick and it's just not as clean as it should be. Um, Saturday, 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 I will be sitting at my desk at 12.50, very impatiently waiting for the email to come through from Craig Martell so that I can use some flashy fingers um, and cross everything that you can possibly cross on your body that I get a ticket to 20 Books Vegas because this will be my first one. And I'm so tired of hearing you talk about it, having not experienced it myself. So I need to get a ticket. 
Um, and then later that day at 3.30, Adrian and I are going to go for massages. And then at 4.30, we're going to float. Remember I talked about the saltwater float? I do, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do that at 4.30 next Saturday. Probably no writing. Um, you know, with Adrian here, I want really want to, like, you know, just hang out with her. And um, Sunday we'll have the podcast. She might pop in and say hi. Um, I'll do laundry. And then I'll be working on my book cover diamond painting. And I got a text from Adrian last week, and um, she seemed a little – miffed. She said, thanks a lot for getting me addicted to this diamond painting. I am now blind um, because it is very tedious and, and small work. So um, I'm hoping that she'll help me work on my book cover diamond painting. That'd be pretty cool, I think, to have you know, my first book cover diamond painting um, assisted by my best friend from fourth grade So or since fourth grade. Um, so I think that'll be fun. Can you hang it up or frame it or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to frame it and hang it in my office. And then when I get a book two um, cover, I'll, you know, have that one made into a, I don't know. What is it called? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. What anyway, a canvas, for? a canvas oh. with all the little symbols and stuff on it. Um, and then, you know, maybe I'll, this whole, this, this whole five book series, maybe I can do diamond paint. I don't know. I have a sparkly office, I guess. <laughs> um, I still need to develop Google forms to recruit beta readers, arc team and street team. I've just been sick and I just haven't done that. Um, I did research a few giveaway prizes. Um, I found a couple, a couple of companies that I'm going to use. I haven't ordered anything yet, but I do have some ideas. Um, so I'm going to just keep working on that. Um, but that's basically my week coming up. Well, that sounds more detailed than mine. First off, I just have to say, um, yeah, Saturday is going to be interesting with 20 books, getting tickets, getting rooms, getting all that stuff settled. I think we'll be okay. Um, last year it was like 35 minutes, but it was 800 people this year. It's what is it like 1500 yeah. and it's, and it's, um, it's, uh, it'll probably be about, I'm guessing it'll be about the same. Um, I know in one of the threads that I was in somewhere, we talked about having a bet on how long it would take to sell out. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember what thread that was, but I was talking to some of the people that I was in Scotland with last year. So it was probably the Edinburgh. Yeah. You um, were, I think you were specifically called out for your gambling abilities. Well, I don't know if it was ability. It was <laughs> gambling. <prowess laughs> anything. Um, the hotel is the big thing. Want to make sure we get a room at Sam's town because yeah. Well, I don't want to have to, I, I, the last, so last year I had Samstown, but the two years before that I was at Luxor because Luxor lets me stay for free anytime I, well, most of the time I go there. Um, and it's fine. It was a $17 Uber ride one way. So it was $22 one way with the tip. So it's $44 a day. And I was paying pretty much nothing to stay there. So it was like 50, well, I was paying like the $35 Vegas hotel fee that you have to pay. So it's like $75. Well, I realized last year, well, I just stay at Samstown. I don't have the Uber ride and it's, it's a little bit more, but not much. And, and la it was amazing last year because of the ability to hang out with everybody. I mean, that's how I met Caro and some of the other people is that I hung out afterwards. And yeah. did that, did well, the convenience of just being there, just yeah. going down the elevator and being there. So yeah, I am fingers crossed, you know, Craig put out um, the form on Facebook and he said, you know, you can, type it out and then just copy and paste it, which I think is a great idea, but I kind of feel like I type faster than I would be able to switch back and forth and copy and paste. Um, well, yeah. what's the biggest, what's the, is the, is the, is the, the bio, the, the biggest. Bio. Amount of so what you do is you just copy that ahead of time and just have it yeah. ready in your clipboard for when you get in there. Yeah. And just paste it. But as far as like my name, my address, my author name, all of that, I feel like I, cause I type like 90 words a minute. So I feel like, um, I can type faster than I can copy and paste. So I'm going to go with that logic. Fingers crossed, people. Fingers crossed. Toes crossed. Whatever you can cross. Last year, I don't remember what day of the week it was, but it was during the week. And I remember scheduling a meeting for myself at work at like 12.55 in a, in mm -hmm. a conference room that is farthest away from everybody else. And I just sat in there. And as soon as the registration came up at 1 p.m., I, I remember um, registering it and not panicking. The only issue was when I did it, I got an immediate thing back from Facebook, uh, not Facebook, PayPal that said, okay, you, you know, here it is. Cause you need that PayPal receipt to Craig to prove that you're in. And I got it yeah. quick. There were a lot of people on the, on the webpage saying, I haven't got my receipt yet. I haven't got, what do I do? And I remember replying to a few people that said, well, I got mine immediately. Here's what I did. And they just said, okay, we're just sitting and waiting. 
so that's, I think that the, the biggest piece of stress is waiting when you hit submit to get that email back that said, okay, you're in. So, yeah. Well, I already went to my PayPal. I have the um, username and password written down. I'm going to sign into PayPal, um, you know, like 1250, 1255, just to make sure I don't get one of those, you must update or your password has expired or, you know, something that's going to hold me back. Um, yeah, I'm, I have an alarm set on my phone. I've already told Adrian, I don't care what we do, but at, from 1250 to 115, my schedule is... We should Block Skype. Out. We should open up Skype like we are now. Well, yeah. <laughs> and just we just can't talk while I'm typing. <laughs> right, yeah. um, speaking of Adrian, I just want to say real quick, Adrian, text me. You deserve an update. Okay, so Monday, um, I have my two-hour lunch. And then Tuesday, <laughs> I have my 90-minute lunch. Wednesday, we may or may not play games. It's usually Wednesday when we do it. Um, I'll have a 90-minute 90 break before bowling. Um, and hopefully, I can do that with this painful hand. Um, you need to get one of those hand braces, you know, like the professional bowlers use. Talk to Bob. I, Talk to our cousin Bob. He, he might have a hookup for you. I, I'm not a professional. Um, no, but if your hand hurts, you might need to treat your hand like a professional. It's always like when I when I go golfing in my golf league at work and there's these people that are really terrible and they step up to the ball and they make sure their glove is tight and they make sure their shoes yeah. are right. And I just want to be like, you suck. You don't need those things. You have bigger problems. But I don't because I stink too. So anyway. Yeah, talk to uh, Bob. Call, yeah, call the man. Call the man. Oh, nice Andy Griffith reference. No office references today, but we went with an Andy Griffith reference, which is nice. Um, <laughs> Thursday, I'll have yoga. Uh, Friday, I'll have a 90-minute lunch. Saturday, I'll go back to Chick-fil-A, and I'll probably do some stuff in the afternoon. I have no plans next weekend as far as I know other than 20-book stuff on Saturday. I don't think I have anything else going on. Yeah, I think I'm three weeks out from going to Vegas for the first of three times this year, and that's in a couple weeks. So, And then Sunday, we'll do the podcast, and who else? who knows what else. That's my schedule for the week and I'm going to mute my microphone cause I have to cough. <laughs> well, do you all go ahead and talk about what I'm addicted to? Cause I think that's the next part of our, our podcast here this week. I have to say I'm addicted to social media and mailer light stats because I got a, a message on my computer this morning that said that my uh, social media time this week was 30, 37% higher than last week. And I spent an average of seven and a half hours per day on social media. Oh my God. Yeah, but I, you know, I would like have it on my computer and I would refresh it because I'm watching all of these stats and I'm watching, you know, my subscribers go up. And so, I mean, I didn't just sit and stare at my screen for seven hours. I did other things. Um, but Where did yeah, you get these numbers? Was, Is this like a website? How did you get these numbers? I have no idea. It just pops up on my computer. I don't think I like my computer just randomly yelling at me about being on social media. I like it's my mom. Because on the iPhone, you can you can see your stats, your social media stats, like how much time did you spend like using your camera? How much time did you spend on Facebook? You know, and so because I have a Mac and an iPhone and they're kind of connected, I think that's where it came from. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so my addicted to continues to be that Heroes Journey podcast I talked about last week. Um, I had listened to one episode going into last week's podcast, and this week I think I listened to four or five. I listened to Princess Bride and Die Hard. You know, I've never seen Die Hard from beginning to end in my life. Like, you know, I've, I've never seen Die Hard ever oh, in my life. Okay, all right, good. I'm glad that we're on the same page there. Um, I, I, I told Jeremy that uh, maybe like three months ago. And I, I think he said divorce, but it wasn't clear. So I'm going to have to remedy this. You have to have that conversation when he gets back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or that could be your, your guys' first date when he gets back is just watch, sitting on the couch <laughs> and watching Die Hard. Um, I listened to a couple of the other ones. I don't remember off the top of my head what movies they were. Um, for the most part, I don't care if they're they, – they've done a – I don't know. They do one a month and they've done it for a few years. So there's, I don't know, 40 or 50 out there. And there are some that – like I've never seen Shawshank Redemption. I know that's like the top oh, of everybody's movies. Movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. So I'm not going to listen to that one because I just don't know the plot very well. But things like you Die should, Hard. You I mean, should I, make I it a note to watch that movie, Shawshank, for sure. Is it a comedy? No. Is it a drama? Well, yeah. It's about men in prison. But it's really, yeah. really good. I think that you'll like it because um, there's a lot of kind of back and forth. There's a lot of um, seating. And it's just all the stuff that you like. I think you would like it. I, I've seen the – there. I know there was an episode of Family Guy where they did three different movies in, in 22 minutes. So I saw like the six-and-a-half-minute Family Guy version. Is that good enough? 
No, you have to no. watch the whole movie. All right, so I'll put that on the That's list. That's your homework um, for the week. Oh, I have homework. Um, okay, damn it, I don't want to do homework. Um, <laughs> okay, so oh, I wanted to ask you: Do you before I get into my real addicted to my new one? Do you get um, things on your Facebook author page like every hour that say, "If you boost your posts, you get this," and if you do this, you get? I get it nonstop. I get it a couple times. I wouldn't say every hour, but a couple of times a day. I just delete out of it. I don't. I don't care. I want to do it. I want to do another one. I think if I had a second book cover, but we know what's going on there, I would probably do one with that. And I'm not really sure what else to do. I, I'm just writing the book. I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else I would do right now. I don't know what else I would put just there. Just wait until Unless you I, have it. Yeah. I mean, I remember berating you over and over many months ago for having your Facebook author page. And I remember telling you your homework was two posts and then you didn't do it. And now like I have no desire to do it. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. You'll enjoy watching Shawshank more than you'll enjoy posting on your author page. Yeah, but I mean, this is an author podcast. We're supposed to be getting tips about how to be a good author. To be a good author, post on your author page. Exactly. <laughs> but I'd rather watch I've been Shawshank. trying to do better about that. I posted a really cute picture of my dog the other day. Oh, yeah. His birthday, right? He was 15? No, his birthday is in October. He was just being cute. Oh, okay. I thought it was a birthday post. I, I apparently no, didn't. see, here's the thing about this is my little dog, Oz. He's 15. He's a little curmudgeon grouchiest dog in the world um and he's kind of like a cat because he doesn't really like attention he doesn't like to be touched he doesn't like to be cuddled or picked up or anything um and so the other night he was kind of like trying not really trying to jump up on the couch because he's too old but he puts his paws up there and he was kind of like scratching at the couch and so then I picked him up and he just all snuggled in and I thought oh gosh this is his last day on earth like this is it oh no this is the last cuddle of the lifetime um, and so I tried to eat it up, you know, and then when I woke up in the morning, I looked over at his dog bed and I could see his ribs moving and we were like, woo, we get another day. You guys are like, he's fine. You, know, you guys are like Dorothy with Sophia every now and then you got to put the mirror in front of her mouth to see if she's breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So my real, my real, um, new addicted is it's, and it's seasonal. It's this time of the year. I love this time of the year because everywhere I go in every store, I get Reese's eggs and I love Reese's eggs. I don't know what it is about them. It's the peanut butter ones, peanut butter yeah. and chocolate ones that are that for whatever reason they taste better than Reese's cups. I don't know why, but I'm already just eating them by the by the dozens and that's not good for the weight loss, but I think it's the texture too because the Reese's eggs because they're bigger and they have more peanut butter in them, they're kind of softer. So you like get that whole like you bite into it and it's just so chewy and and delicious. Whereas a Reese's cup they're smaller and the chocolate is harder. And so it's more of a crunchy delight. So I think you're probably right. I didn't actually listen to what you said. I was searching online for something. Um but I'll just say that you're right. <laughs> I'm glad I could keep you entertained. <laughs> um, I was just checking and I was just checking and my friend Dawn, who I work with, she has this movies anywhere account and she's allowed to share it with like five people and she buys like a billion movies. I think it could be a problem. That's her addicted to this week. Well, I checked to see and Shawshank Redemption is in her library. So I do have the ability to watch it if I want to watch it. You so. should, you should watch, watch it. You it. should, you were talking about taking a nap. Maybe instead of sleeping, you could just kind of lay on the couch relaxed and watch the movie. Uh, I really think you'll like it. Okay. Did you ever finish watching Life Itself? No. Oh, dude, seriously. I have so many movies that I started the last few weeks and didn't finish. So, yeah, <sighs> it's what I do. I get, I'm telling you, shiny things. I'm like a little baby, <laughs> shiny things. I mean, I literally have, as we're speaking right now, I have six screens in front of me, two TVs in the living room, two monitors in front of my computer, my cell phone and my laptop with your Skype window on it. I, that's what's in front of me right now. And that's, yeah, shiny things, I'm telling you. It's no wonder you weren't listening to me when I was talking. Yeah. Uh, what's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll, um, say, right. I'll say, Jeremy, are you listening to me? And he says, well, that's an odd way to start a conversation. <laughs> well, at least now you, that's how you know that he's listening. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that is the podcast for this week. Um, do you have anything else? No. Uh -uh. Okay. So if you have any questions or comments, you can find me at jerryevanoff.com. Jerry at jerryevanoff.com is the website. And like I said, at some point, 
I'm going to attempt to get paperbacks up there for sale. I think I'm going to use PayPal. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but keep an eye out for that. Twitter, you can find me at Jerry E25. I post, I tweeted a couple of days ago, this whole story of me at lunch. I don't know if you saw this or not of, uh, I had been, remember I had told you the story a couple of days, uh, uh, last week or two weeks ago about the people at Pep Boys and then at, um, at Giuseppe's who were on their cell phones. Yeah. So then last week I went to the Dairy Queen for lunch and I was sitting there and there's literally every table is open in the building except for maybe one other than the one I'm sitting at. And this woman comes in and sits down next to me and in the table right next to me and gets on her phone while she's eating. So not only is she like annoying everyone around her because she's on her phone, she's also annoying the person she's talking to because she's eating while she's talking to them. And she could not wait to get this food into her mouth. I wanted to just smack her. And, um, so at one point she, she pulled the fa- phone away from her face and started talking into it. And finally she went, okay, I got to do speakerphone. She put it on speakerphone and leaned it up against her drink. And, and the conversation was like this, the guy on the phone would say something and she would go, huh? What? What's that? <laughs> huh? Over and over. I never wanted to throw a phone across the room. I literally was going to pick it up and just drop it in the trash. I thought that would have been funny. Probably not the smartest thing, in, thing to do. Probably not as funny to her. Right. So at one point she says, okay, if you're going to go to sleep, you know, just go ahead and go to sleep. And so she hangs up 30 seconds later, she called him back and said, Hey, did you go to sleep? I was like, but if he went to sleep, he, so thankfully <laughs> she finished her food and she left. And so I posted that on, sometimes I'll go to Twitter and, during, while I'm at lunch and I'll just post something and it'll become this lunch story that I do. And usually it's just silly. And I just try to be funny. And this time I was just annoyed. So anyway, um, I've, yeah, I've had a lot of annoyed days a lot. I'm not an yeah, annoyed person. I'm usually, I'm usually in a pretty good mood. Or something. I think so. I'm usually in a pretty good mood, and the last couple of weeks have been kind of rough. So anyway, um, uh, Facebook, if you want to experience some of my joy, you can find me on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Jerry Author, and then all the other ways to get a hold of me are going to be in the show notes of this podcast. Uh, you can find me at lindsayevanoff.com. You can email me at lindsay at lindsayevanoff.com, facebook.com slash author, Instagram at author, and Twitter Lindsay. So if you like our podcast, give us a review on the podcast page. And until next week. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the new author podcast. Check back next week for another episode. And for more information, find Jerry at www.jerryevanoff.com and Lindsay at www.lindsayevanoff.com.